And if you haven't guessed it tonight, we're talking about sound effects and music for your game. That's how we roll. 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 Welcome to the Goblin's Corner. My name is Eric. And I'm Matt. And tonight, we're talking about sound and music for your tabletop game. That's right. It's been a long time coming, folks. We've been talking about this episode for at least two years. In fact, this is one of the original episodes we came up with when we started the Goblin's Corner. And for whatever reason or another, we just never got around to actually doing it. Yeah. Even though we've mentioned ideas from it in several other episodes, we we decided we should probably actually do this at some point. Yeah. So tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to show you how to make your own playlist how to make your own sound effects board if you'd like, whether through collection of your own music or online. We'll show you how to do it for your tabletop game to add some awesome joy to this. I I love this. You know this is something that makes me happy. It, it's it's an awesome, <laughs> awesome thing to put together for your players. But if you haven't yet, hit that like and subscribe button. Help us get our show out to more people and get notified when more awesome episodes come your way. And if you're listening to the show, Drop us a review on iTunes or Podchaser. Please do. Just That's general. it. Please yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. it'll be good. So, Matt, what are audio aids good for, first off? When we say audio aids, we're talking music, we're talking sound effects, the whole nine yards, even yeah. if you're doing the little mouth noises like you were doing in the intro. Yeah, I mean, you can always record your own and have them on tap by hitting a button sure. as well. Oh, yeah. So what are they good for? One of the great things, which we preach regularly, thematics. They're great for thematics. Yes. And when we talk about thematics, we're talking specifically about getting that environment in your story. This is a huge thing. They can provide information. They can also provide detail without explaining anything. So you don't have to be that DM that describes every single thing. You can play a little bit of music, a little bit of sound, and paint that mental picture without it. And that is a super cool way to do so. And we all know that music and certain sounds can evoke very specific emotions. Yes. And it can just be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just super cool to play a bunch of really cool music, get people into your game. The other thing is, is especially if you're playing online and your players aren't used to it, is, oh, we picked the lock to the door. All right. It's unlocked. It's not trapped. You push it open and then you hit the button. Yeah all of your players are going to be like oh okay i got a creaky door it might be a monster (laughs) about to jump out and bust ass yeah so that's a lot of fun to get started let's talk a little bit about where you might acquire some music so we're going to talk about some sources of music first off the the best place to look for cinematic stuff even sound effects are online playlists sure and you know there's a ton of them out there the big Three, of course, are Spotify, Pandora, YouTube Music, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, if you're going to be playing something uh, streaming, you're going to need to find royalty-free stuff. Yes, but if you're just playing a regular game, hey, man, it's whatever. all free. It's all free. Just <laughs> but we're gonna we're, we'll stick to like royalty-free stuff for tonight, just because you might want to stream that game live someplace, like on Twitch or something like that. Sure, and we've done that. Yeah. Um. Another thing you can also do, in addition to forming a playlist on the various places, is maybe go find an online soundboard. And there's a lot of them out there. In fact, I found one for Star Trek uh, the other day that 
we might play a few sounds for. You can go to websites. Yeah. And also, virtual tabletop games oftentimes have their own sound effects with them. So depending upon what you're playing, whether it's Foundry, Roll20, Astral, there's a bunch of different ones out there. Yeah. Spire. Yeah. They might have some of those sound effects. Make use of those sounds. Now, something else you can do is you can use uh, downloaded music from CDs or old records. And there's a couple places for that you can look into, like uh, archive.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, any place that's got Creative Commons. If you got a Creative Commons license, go and find some music, go and find some sound effects, download that, make your own special pack for your game, depending upon what you want to use. Sure. And there's also a lot of free music archives out there. There's a ton of them out there. So we've got a couple of considerations when you're putting your playlist together. Matt, you mentioned uh, movies. What are we talking about when we're, when we're saying that? If you watch a dozen movies from any given genre, they're going to have similar soundtracks because those soundtracks are designed to evoke a set of feelings. A great way to set up a soundtrack for your game is figure out what the feeling of the game is and then go look into the music for those genres. Sure. If you're playing some kind of gladiator scene, go find the movie Gladiator. Sure. You know? Nothing but shadows and dust. Yeah. Go in there and, and, and just grab some of that stuff. If you're playing Star Wars, maybe you should find some Star Wars music. Yeah, it'd grab be, that Imperial yeah. theme song. Grab the Phantom Menace soundtrack. I was going to say, it'd be hard to beat like going straight to the source. Yeah. And they're online. You can use those for your game. Obviously, they are not royalty-free. Not royalty-free, yeah. so you know, use that with a bit of caution. But that's a great way to start off and build kind of that theme for your game. Now, speaking of themes, that's realistically how you should start your audio collection. Absolutely. Starting your theme is the easiest way to begin your sound packs and stuff like that. That'll determine a couple of things. It'll determine the scenes that you use for your music. It'll also determine maybe the small sound effects for each scene. So I'll give an example of that. Uh, A cave scene, right? You might have some kind of cinematic music that goes with the cave. Sure. So if you're playing in the Underdark, that's a definite dark, gritty theme there. And then some sounds that might accompany that might be water dripping. Yeah. Maybe the tap, tap, tap of... An Umberhulk's claws. Maybe some bats quietly squeaking. Yeah. Or even something uh, like skittering or scrabbling along, just set very low as if in the distance. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Some whispers or something or echoes. That'd be kind of cool too. We talked about voice modulation and we'll get to that in a minute. Maybe even having a little bit of an echo effect when you're actually storytelling. That'd be super cool, right? Absolutely. In terms of file organization, I recommend just doing two batches, right? First off, you're going to have them by category, of course, and then you're going to separate them into either sound effects or scenes or cinematic. That's it. Yeah. Super easy. Music effects. Yeah. Now, you can lump them all together if you've only got a couple, but what you will find and what we have found over time is that you will end up saying, oh, man, this is really cool. I'm going to use this sound effect. Oh, man, this is really cool. I'm going to use this sound effect. I just had this great idea. Then, you know, six hours of downloads later. (laughs) 15, 20 sound effects for one scene, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But you've got to make sure that you organize it so you actually can use it. Nothing's worse than 
trying to sort through on your laptop all of the sound effects that you have for this game or throw them into Discord if you're playing online or something like that. And it's just it's a pain. A lot of royalty-free music is really cool, A. But B, it's not going to have a name that is useful for your remembrance of what that music is. Mm-hmm. When you download the music, one of the things I would suggest is rename it to whatever the scene is and then whatever the music is so you can give proper credit. Absolutely. Speaking of scenes, I would say we could start by further refining these into specific categories. This is not an exhaustive list, but these are some that we've just come kind of come up with on the fly. Sure. And I think these are really good set of playlist and set of sound effect packs. So first off, let's talk about some playlists for maybe scenes. All right. In every game, you're probably going to have some action scene. Yeah. Doesn't matter whether it's fantasy or sci-fi games, an action scene is appropriate. So find some music that is appropriate for that. Uh, character speeches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your character's going to ham Sometimes something Sometimes people got to go off. Absolutely. You've got to have a cinematic set for the big bad evil guy. Absolutely. Or a series of them. Travel sequences. And I would say not just travel sequences, but travel sequences slash chase scenes. Yes. Chase scenes, I think, would could be its own category. Absolutely. Because chase scenes tend to be a lot more dramatic yeah. versus, you know, just kind of traveling. Like when I think of travel sequences, I think of the montage that Indiana Jones is kind of flying across versus. Oh, sure. Okay. When they're when the Nazis are chasing him in the jeeps, I was thinking like uh, Legolas and Gimli realistically chasing down the hobbitses, but in that very slow motion sort of way. Mm. Like you know, oh, dwarves are natural sprinters. There's a background sound to that that is a little more action oriented than usual for a travel montage, even though that's what it is. Yeah, and your subcategories may have subcategories. <laughs> In that case. That's true. Uh, finding clues. That's a fun kind of somatic category to add. Yeah. You got to play the Scooby-Doo theme song. Sure. Uh, discovering a body or some kind of horror theme. And again, you may not be playing a horror game, but maybe you're, we'll go back to the Underdark again, right? You're in the Underdark. You find a dead body. Oh my God. There's a, a lithid tadpole kind of quivering in his brain turning him slowly into an illithid. That's a horrible thing, right? You've seen yeah. something that you should not be seeing. Time to play some cinematic music. Anytime you're in town or in a small city, you could easily run some background sound effects or some background music for that. Yeah. Now, we're going to have some lists of sound effects and such later. And to me, that's more of a sound effect-driven area. Yeah, and but it would be cool to have a different song for a different city type, too. Oh, that's true. That would be cool. Or even if their cities are going to spend a lot of time in, literally a different background. Like each city has its own theme song, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Because if you had like five, ten different songs and each song is the different city, then that kind of plays on characters' memories, players' memories, so that when those characters roll into town, you hear that song, they're like, oh man, I'm in, you know. Burgessburg. Yeah, Burgessburg, where I buy burgers at Burgessburg, right? They have the best burgers in Burgersburg. You can hear the sizzling of the pans as they fry up the burgers made of delicious flump meat. But speaking of that, if you're going to have music for, like if you're only separating them by type, you have one set of music for small towns and then one set for larger cities or metropolises. Mm -hmm. And again, this could be sound packs. 
environment, yeah. or it could be music itself. You could have a place for the character's hometown. And I recommend this one particularly because find something that everybody kind of likes. Like I would even maybe during session zero saying, play a couple of different songs, be like, which one embodies your hometown most? Sure. And have the players agree on that. And then whenever you go back to hometown, everyone just kind of smiles. Yeah. It's a, it's a good like, thing, okay. right? Yeah. Until the town burns down and then you play a different sound. <laughs> you only play the campfire noise in the background every time they go back yes. to what's left of the town. Yeah. Speaking of which, death scenes are another great sound pack to have. Sure. You want either the melancholy death scenes or the ones where they can do a nice fat character monologue before they kick the bucket. Absolutely. Something else you could talk about is town halls and taverns. Each tavern should have a slightly different feel. And their home tavern, once again, should have like, much like their hometown, right? Should have something that's very kind of mellow, homey. Like this is, this is the place. Yeah, go find some, uh, go find some, the Cheers theme song. Yeah. Or the loot pack. <laughs> yeah. Go find a bunch of loots and uh, folk music and stuff like that. If you're playing a fantasy setting, that'd be kind of fun, right? Yeah. So that's what we're thinking about in terms of cinematics. Now let's talk a little bit more on just straight up sound effects, right? Just a little bit of environmental noise. Sure. Speaking of environmental noise, that's the first thing you should start collecting. Absolutely. And what do we mean when we say environmental noise, Matt? Like literally that. Uh, the sound of rain, the sound of wind, slogging mud. Just literally the sound of the environment. Yeah. Whether that's from traffic or maybe a dusty plane. Sure. Maybe even the sounds of the ocean. Yeah. If you're on like a, uh, like an ocean type campaign or something like that, that'd be fun. You could find some spooky shit. Of course. Yeah, this is the classic. Yeah. <laughs> Go through the, you know, everyone's got one of those horror CDs in their closet that they only break out for Halloween. Sure. Go look through some of that stuff. So footsteps, creaks, moans, ooh, you know, the spooky types of sounds, uh -huh. which is cackling monster voices. Animal growls are great. Yeah. Scratches and little like tap, 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 tap type noises mm -hmm. those are a lot of fun another thing you can do is uh just background noises and these are really good for taverns and stuff people talking uh any crowded type area clinking glasses and vehicle noise sure any things going past now one note on the background noise in terms of people talking i would recommend a couple different ones so one maybe if you're in like a tavern as you mentioned one if you're in like a large crowd, and then maybe one which has like a mob. Yeah. It's like the different levels of volume so that the characters know that they're not in a tavern. This is like out in the street and there's an angry mob with pitchforks. Sure. If you can find it, find ones that don't have actual words. Yeah, just kind of the rumblings. Yep. Yeah, that's the best stuff. Animal noises. Absolutely. Animals you, are great. You got to have animal noises. What are some examples of animal noises that would be good for this type of uh, soundboard? Okay. So if, you're, if your party's camping down for the night, some crickets would be good. Sure. Wolves. Oh, wolves would be nice. Depending on the area you're in. Bullfrogs or something like that. Yeah. And in a town, you got to have the clip-clop noise of the horses on the cobblestones. Oh, excellent <laughs> choice. Yes. Or ca stray cats. Yeah. That'd be fun, too. I was also thinking the buzzing of, like, mosquitoes in a swamp would be kind of neat. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be what, good. Would be good for, like, a desert campaign. K 
Camels? Coyotes. Coyotes would be good, yeah. The sound of a rattlesnake? Yes, or birds of prey. Sure. Like a falcon or something like that? That'd be pretty boss as well. Vultures. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up some vulture noises. Grab a hyena just to make people nervous. Absolutely. Now, you're going to get into combat. You need some combat sounds. Sure. First off, weapons. So, metal on metal. If you're playing more of a modern style campaign, bullets or shotguns or explosions. Yeah. Grenades. Any type of weapon damage is fun. Again, if you're going to do like if it's your fantasy campaign and it's metal on metal, like sword fighting or something like that, have a couple of different types. Yeah. And that's not too hard to find either. And if you're playing sci-fi, look, there's a thousand and fourteen lightsaber noises. There's a thousand laser guns or phasers or all of that stuff. You can 100% find all of that as well. Yes. Yes, indeed. Spells are also a lot of fun to uh, put into an audio pack. Fireballs, magical explosions. You know, you can even differentiate if you want by the different styles of magic. So when you're raising a zombie, yeah, yeah, you have some kind of like weird, like chanting type stuff versus maybe some kind of abjuration spell, right? I throw up like a shield or armor or something like that. Maybe it's just like a crystalline tinkling, like, you know, some kind of neat thing like that. Like shield from Final Fantasy? Yeah, I was thinking Final Fantasy, actually. <laughs> Lightning bolt's going to be nice little electrical sounds. Yeah. You've got a lot of creativity. Use that creativity with coming up with your sound packs. Acid is just like a squelchy noise and then a sizzle. Like a squelch and a tss. Yeah. You could, so you could make your own, too, with like blood splatter plus sizzling. Yeah. That'd be fun, too. And then finally, spooky voices. Yeah. And this could be just voices that you might hear, either ghosts or, uh, I'm th- for some reason, I'm thinking Labyrinth, where they're walking through the caverns in Labyrinth. They're like, turn back. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of places you can go with that. And it doesn't have to be spook- spooky voices. It can be gravelly voices for mm-hmm. like gargoyles or what have you. Another pro tip that I would recommend is if you are running off of a module, go ahead and pre-record yourself with a couple of the phrases that you might say off the module. Or if you're writing your own story, the same thing, right? Sure. This is a great way to have something available, ready to play, and with a little bit of tinkering and like some audio software like Audition if you have Adobe products or Audacity if you don't. Right? Sure. It's free. Then you can actually kind of do a lot of really fun stuff. Maybe you want to do the dragon's voice when they enter the dragon's cave, but you can't do the gravelly voice like this. You can't do this low voice worm, and thus you must use some sort of voice modulation software instead. Go ahead and pre-record this phrase as low as you can, and then you just adjust the pitch a little bit. Yeah. Turn that pitch down some. Call it a day. Another good thing about pre-reading, pre-recording things that you're reading is that you don't accidentally skip a detail that might be super important. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a giant gem over there. Oh, cool. That's great. Yep. I'm going to go steal it. Oh, well, you get trapped by the huge pinnacle that it's that's sitting under it. You didn't mention a pinnacle. <laughs> yep. I've had literally that exact exchange happen in a game. I believe it. And now it's time for something completely different, which is what, Matt? <laughs> it's time for the question of the week. That's right. You know I love a good Monty Python reference. I know. What is the question for this week, Matt? Pick one of your characters, Mm -hmm. 
What movie soundtrack would you use to represent them? Okay. And now easy go-to would be the Monty Python Holy Grail well, soundtrack, sure. but I'm not going to use Which that. Which could be literally any D&D character. Any D&D campaign for me. I would say Big Trouble Little China soundtrack. All right. For which character? Oh, for one of my sorcerers, of course. Oh, yeah. That okay. would be a lot of fun, right? Yeah. I'm thinking Oxley, my halfling okay, Lockomancer. Yeah, that's fair. That's very, yeah. very appropriate. <laughs> Because he's got, you know, he's got 80s hair anyway. He's got to. Yeah. He's got to have 80s hair. Just he has, eternally he has a full mug of coffee. Full he's mug of coffee. He's just eternally sipping it. Rolls his own cigarettes. Yeah. You know, he's secretly the halfling Jack Burton, right? Think sure. about that. That'd be fun. What about you? What would you have for your movie soundtrack? I'm gonna do a weird cut. Okay. Okay. So aside from a halfling Jack Burton, I can't wait to hear this. So I have Yan, my my hex blood glamour bard slash fate warlock okay the sucker punch soundtrack the sucker punch soundtrack i love that because bjork and then like the white rabbit and it's great it's it's no i love that and i would also say by the way my insect shaman from Shadowrun, woody would go great with the matrix soundtrack okay i can see that yeah that'd be kind of fun too Honestly, I would just play the Matrix soundtrack for any cyberpunk campaign. A soundtrack that you mentioned earlier, which would work for one of my characters, is the Mortal Kombat soundtrack for Gambulog, my wild dwarf barbarian. See, I would just say Mortal Kombat should be played anytime there's combat. Sure. <laughs> it's Because what else do you need at that point, right? Right. That's a lot of fun. Test your might. That's right. Finish him. Of course, we're always interested in what you have to say, so hit us up at Goblin's Corner if you have an answer to the question of the week as well. Yeah, and give us a little uh, background explanation. We know each other's characters a little bit, so it's easier for us. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you're talking about. That's right. And, of course, you can find us on all of the social media channels, including Mastodon. We have a Facebook page. Yeah. we got some other stuff, too. So you've got your music. Mm -hmm. You've got it collected into maybe some folders or something like that, or you found the stuff online. How do you build a soundboard, and a set of playlists. We've got uh, a couple of soundboard software options, mm -hmm. and they all use hotkeys, so you, it's at the ready, right? Yeah, and if you've never seen this before, you can either use a laptop and have it set to hotkeys, or if you have something like a uh, pre-programmable set of keys like I have for my Ableton rig, then you can set them to that. And it doesn't really matter. You can even set it to like a MIDI keyboard if you want. It'll just play like the different keys. USB 10 key also is an easy way to do that. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways, but all of them kind of do the same thing. You basically have a key, you set it to a sound or a song or something like that, and then you just kind of play. Uh, so let's talk about some soundboard software specifically. Okay. Max got Farago. Okay. I'm so glad you read that one because I've only ever read it and have no idea how it's pronounced. That's how I pronounce it. Oh, well, could be pronounced something completely different. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple ones that work for Windows. I've heard some of these are great. And again, do some research. Some of these may suck. I'll tell you which ones I've used. I have used Farago. I've also used Soundplant, which is Mac and Windows. Soundplant's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Jingle Palette and uh, Resonance. Resonance are both windows uh resonance is one which works with twitch and discord yeah so if you're playing online yep that's the one you probably should add i really like Soundplant because it has color keys oh, so nice. the whole interface is good we do it for our captain's log show i do an improv show which is star trek based and so 
all of the keys are different colors for Star Trek so that I know whether it's the engine sounds versus some music versus like an alien planet. Sure. And it's super cool. And you got the podcast soundboard, which is right. It's on the 10. It works for Windows. It works for Mac. It works for OS. It's just simple and there. A lot of times people will use that actually on their phone when they're podcasting too, which is kind of cool. Oh, no, that's interesting. And they just kind of either plug that in as another input or sometimes they're podcasting from their phone and they just kind of play that while they're recording, which is really cool. Uh, We do have one, and I don't know if this works or not, but Clownfish Voice Changer, which is for Windows and Chrome OS. Apparently, it changes your voice. Sure. Now, I don't know all of the specifics. Somebody go look that up, but if it's good, let us know in the comments. I'm really curious because I might use it for my next game. And Zero, if you're watching this, I don't remember which one you use, but I know you love it. So leave us a comment. I'd appreciate it. Or I'll ask him later if I remember. That's right. Uh, VB Cable is also one final sound kind of plug-in, which is specifically it turns your app into an audio input for OBS and Discord. So whatever you're using, like say if you're using like oh, VLC nice. or whatever, then it just turns that into the audio in, which is kind of cool too. And if all else fails, you can just grab one of those little kids' microphones that has the voice modulation built into it, and I guarantee you that's going to be comedy gold if you're playing at a, t- at a table with your friends. Yeah, those things are what, like 15 20 bucks yeah. at the most? That actually would be worth it, honestly, if you were even recording it, because you could play that. I just wasn't sure how well it would record over, but we can give it a shot one of we're these gonna, days. You know what? I'm going to buy one this week and try it. I think that'd be a lot of fun to play with. Now, let's talk a little bit about playlists as well. Okay. So first off, these are way better for music. Now, you can add sound effects and stuff like that to like Spotify and YouTube music, particularly those two because you can upload stuff. Sure. And it'll save it. I have found, and this is just my personal recommendations, that you're better to use like a soundboard for sounds. Yeah. And then kind of maybe have two windows open and have your playlist for cinematic music, unless you've got like maybe just three or four. Right. If you've got more than three or four or even up to 10, you're going to want playlists for your music and then a soundboard for your sounds. I think uh, for, you mentioned this, YouTube is YouTube music is good because you can upload stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Spotify is okay, but it can be a touch hit or miss for the purposes of this exercise. Now, both of those have the biggest problem that I see in music today, which is if you're finding a song that you want to play for your game, Three months later, if you haven't downloaded that song or you don't own that song, it might be gone from the playlist. Right. Because they change, they swap out their uh, their stock a lot. Sure. There is another option. You can build your own library using old school software. That's what we used to do before the internet. Yeah. Uh, Media Monkey for Windows, music, or which used to be iTunes for Mac. Right. VLC for everything. If you've never used VLC, it's the first thing I tend to install on my computer. Deep down inside of me, there's a 90s kid saying, Winamp. It really whits the llama's Win- ass. Winamp's still around, yeah. I think, my friend. Yes. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite ones in terms of music playing is Clementine because it runs on Linux, it runs on Mac, it runs on Windows, and it's about as close to getting nice playlists for my specifics because I want to like edit the ID3 tags and all that other garbage. Okay. If you don't want to do any of that stuff, any of these work. You can even use something like Amarok or something like that, which is just like an open source playlist editor. But uh, I like Clementine a lot. Go download that stuff. 
None of these people support us, but right. we would happily be supported by Clementine. <laughs> sure. This, we're only giving you uh, things that we actually appreciate or know about. We, none of this is in any way paid advertising. Yet. Now, as we do in every episode, we provide a set of examples sure. to assist. And so I've gone and found a whole bunch of sounds. These are going to be pretty awesome. Matt has not heard any of these sounds yet. Nope. And so we're just going to dive into a several examples of some things that you can have in terms of sound packs and some cinematic music. So let's get to the sounds first. So okay. I found some Starship sounds. I have some of these already. Uh, most of these are Star Trek sounds just because. Because you have a use for them. That's right. Because reasons. So here is some engine noise. I like, I like how low that runs. And you can kick that up a little bit too if you want. We've got the phasers. So we've got phaser one, phaser two, and there's a whole phaser pack. Oh, nice. A very long phaser there. So in a, in a Star Trek campaign, this would be a lot of fun to play, right? Absolutely. And of course, if you want to, you can always dance. It's from the original series. Yeah. <laughs> You see like you're on some kind of alien planet. There's For some reason, there's a lot of tapestries and stuff. Sure. Everybody's wearing silk. A lot of gold earrings. Yeah. Maybe some dancing going on. One would hope. Maybe you're on Ryza. Could be. Think about it. Okay. Now, as we mentioned before, one of the things that this type of storytelling is best used for is horror. That's right. So we've got a couple of different horror sounds. Some of these are a lot of fun. First off, we got a wolf howling. Absolute necessity. Got to have that wolf howl, right? Yeah, he's howling at the moon or he's howling at something. Maybe it's a slod. <laughs> howling at the sun. We've got some nasty ones, so bone breaking. Let me hear that again. That's kind of gross, right? Yeah. Blood splatter. Now, this is a good example of the sizzling. I don't have a sizzling sound, but if you did this sound... And then, tss, sure, that definitely that'd be, be a like great a, acid. Yeah, it'd be a nice acid sound, right? Uh, you've also got a possessed laugh. Oh, let's hear what this sounds like. <laughs> I like the multi, yeah, the multi track. It'd be on great that. for a haunted house of any style, like sci-fi, fantasy, whatever. That'd be great, right? Sure. We've got a spooky moment. Hear what the spooky moment sounds like. Kind of a little bit of build up and then a... <gasps> yep. Yeah. Pretty dope. And then yeah. you've got just some some good background. Yeah, horror. some horror background. A little bit of dread, right? Yeah. Again, low key, just enough to give that ambiance feeling. And you could pair this with music or with the other sound effects. And this is where like kind of layering them really... Like if you listen to that and then you hear the blood splatter... Absolutely. Uh, play this just behind some uh, bucket head. Mm, that would be nice. Let's talk a little bit about some environmental sounds. Sure. Now, I went straight environment on all this, so this is all stuff from the woods, right? So first off, you've got forest. It's delightful. It's peaceful. Yeah. It's nice. This would be great in a fantasy setting. 
or on, just walking through the woods in any campaign, landing on an a planet that is completely lush and covered in plants. That would be awesome. You can also do the sounds of running water. Yeah. Happy little brook, right? And again, I just picked a couple random sounds. You could do a rushing river. You could do a raging river. My my brain, because I'm, you know, I'm an awful human being, is like, tell the, describe the picture of this beautiful river and everything, and then 100% have a river monster leap out of it. Yes, 100%. The second you're done describing how peaceful and idyllic it is. <laughs> Something less peaceful. We have a little bit of light rain. I mean, I find it peaceful, but I know I, not I mean, I go to sleep does. to this. Yeah. But this would be a great kind of music set to throw in. Sure. This is also great for a horror theme, too. Can you imagine that ambiance and the, and the rain? Particularly with the little bit of thunder in the background. And the blood drip. Speaking of thunder. Found some... A little bit more thunder now. Yeah. And that is both good for environmental and for horror. Yes. See? So you can mix and match a little bit of this stuff as well. Yeah. And then finally, we've got campfire. Or any type of fire. It's just a slow, crackling burn. Yeah, this is definitely more like campfire, hearthy, less wildfire. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the characters kind of sitting around a campfire at the end of the evening? And they're taking first watch or second watch, and you just play this. And just have it kind of on a loop. Yep. And if you need a wildfire sound, then what you do is you take this, you do it as a row, like play, hit the first iteration of it, and then one second later, hit it again, one second later, and that fire builds on itself with the snapping and the popping and the fiery noise. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And again, you can also download more of these as well. Sure. Next... As we mentioned before, City Sounds. Yeah, so we've got this a couple. This is a great one. I, I'm real excited. So first off, we've got traffic and the highway. So let's listen to some traffic sounds first. So it's just a city, right? Yeah. A little bit of construction going on. It's immediately rage-inducing. 100%. Yeah. Just, makes you, just go ahead and raise just that start. blood pressure. doesn't matter. Any type of modern campaign with this type of traffic. Now we're going to listen to a little bit of highway traffic. See the difference between the two. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now this would be cool if... I could see this on like a mage campaign. Like Mage the Ascension or something like that. Stuck on the highway. Any type of modern type of thing. I can also actually see this as uh, sci-fi, like if you were running something set in like a uh, fifth element Ooh, level yeah. of world. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun, right? Because it's clearly the sound of something rushing past. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be on wheels. We've got crowds talking as well. This can apply to... Again, modern, fantasy, whatnot, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, this is 100% people before a show. Like, before a show starts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see this being in a town hall as well. Yeah? Maybe the, the villagers have gathered, and they're all worried about something. That'd be kind of cool, right? Yep. 
Next, we have a nice little diner scene. It's a slightly more muted. You hear the clinking of glasses mm-hmm. and silverware and stuff like that. I was just about to say that. Again, this works in a tavern. Sure. And if you match this with maybe some loot or whatever music of choice, now you've got different taverns, right? Exactly. Or like you said, if you match it with a little southern rock, it's a Waffle House. Yeah. If you match it with a little loot music, it's a tavern. Whatever you layer with this determines what some, it is. Some industrial music, it's a bar. Yeah. Right? Easily done, right? Speaking of Waffle House, we're going to do battle sounds next. <laughs> So, I just picked a couple of ones. First off, we've got some explosion sounds. Straight up explosion, right? Right. Just a large explosion. Let's see what a small explosion sounds like. Okay. It's truncated. (laughs) Yeah, you can mix and match them, right? Yeah. We do play a lot of fantasy games and... A little bit of sword fighting going on. Now, pair this with some cinematic music. You're golden, right? Yep. Huzzah! Take that. You can 100% play this in the back of a, of a pirate campaign and just keep it on loop. I would just have, like, <laughs> the sounds of the ocean. Yep. That would be hilarious. Now, this could have been city or environment work as well, but we've got an angry mob. This could also be a sporting event. Yeah, yeah, like maybe a very animated sporting event. That would be kind of cool. We've got some gunfire. Mm-hmm. A little bit of shotgun. You hear that? Yep. Yeah. A little bit of blood splatter as well, I hear. With the window going out. Love nice. that. And, of course, just a 9 mil. Yeah. And then, finally, we've got some spells being cast. Sure. Now, what does that sound like to you? Could be a lot of things, but I think, uh, I think fireball... It's certainly the end of it. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like a magic missile spell would be nice with that. Oh, you think? Uh, I don't know. Magic missile feels higher pitched than that to me. I've got a fireball spell sound already. You have a pre-plan. Okay. Okay. Sure. Although now that I'm listening to it, that sounds more like a burning hands. I can see that also. Yeah. So again, play around. These are fun to match. The first one could have been flame bolt. Oh, that would be very good indeed. Yeah. Now we've done some sound effects. What is uh what are some good examples for cinematic effects? I've got a couple here. Uh I want you to tell me what you think they are and then I'll tell you what I think they are. Okay. So the first one here. This could be a couple of different things. There's I have two options for this one. One is this feels very much like an unlit creepy church. Yeah. And the other is this very much a uh, alien ship. An alien ship would be awesome with this. I put this down as like Underdark or Cave System. Like sure. some kind of cave music that goes with the dripping water and all that stuff. All of those are something dark and something spacious. 100%. <laughs> Next up. I mean, this is an enchanted glade for sure. Oh, yeah. You could definitely see some dryads moving about. Tiny little lit pixies floating in the breeze. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And again, this is a good example of this has the environment sounds and a little bit of music built into it. Mm-hmm. This would be perfect for you're walking to see the Elder Druid. And this and or you come across like you said the enchanted glade, right? This is this 100% is fey patron territory. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> I mean, I get I get like the the monk side of it but there's like a banging in the background. And so I'm thinking like uh, a temple to like a craft God or a temple to like a militant God. And they're hammering out weapons and armor in the background. Something like that. I love that. You know what else this would be great for? This would be like when you've gone to the underworld. Because this has this old school like Hades vibe to it. Sure. A hundred and thirty-year-old monk just sitting there punching the same piece of stone over and over. That's what the thud in the background is. That's why he's a badass. He just gets sick of the chanting and he just beats the shit out of stuff. (laughs) Next up. What do you think this is? This is heist music. Heist music? I love that. I put this down as a skill check. It's time to make a skill check. Yeah, I mean... Heist heist music. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's a very Mission Impossible kind of, like, vibe to it. You roll up to the door. You're doing a lockpick check. You're checking for traps. Yeah. There's, like, three people watching. There's a tripwire. You're kind of creeping over it. And that, that break right there... That was when one of your uh, watchmen just laid out one of the guards that came creeping past. Absolutely. Sleeper hold, drag him to the ground quietly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. Next up. What could this be in your campaign, Matt? You got that bass drop. Uh, yeah. This is definitely an action sequence, sure. right? Sure. This is Minions 1 through 20. (laughs) The montage. Yes. That's what this is. Yeah, this could be a great montage sequence as well. And that that bass drop is literally as they walk into the door to the BBEG. Oh, that's great. And you just begin the fight sequence? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which... Guys, I know we've been sitting here for this long, but I just have to tell you this one thing before I die. I loved all of you. Not only as friends, but as a family. This is totally like a speech. It's a speech moment, right? This is a uh, William Wallace riding in front of the men moment. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) He's painting. His face is all painted up. It's ready to go. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff with this. Got a couple more here. Some creepiness now. I like, if this were 
a movie, mm -hmm. this would definitely be like the panoramic shots through the bad guy's lair. Or maybe when uh, the alien bursts through the wall of the spaceship, sucking everybody out. Or even, speaking of aliens, like the giant ship cruises over the city. Yeah, that would be cool. Next up. I don't know. This is super chill to me. This is Night City to me. This is like some cyberpunk just rolling through the hood. Hmm. I've got my bulletproof car. I'm jacked into it. Okay. Yeah, I can see that with like the street lights buzzing past on the on the high gloss yeah, paint straight, of the car. Blade Runner style, man. Okay. I got my trench coat. It's raining outside. I can see that. But it could be a lot of different things. It could also be maybe just like you said, like some, it could be like in a heist game. That would be a lot of fun. I think that is also uh, relatively good, just chill music in a modern game. Mm -hmm. Like if the players are trying to decide what their next step is and whatever, and you just kind of drop that in like sneaker pimps, chill style yeah, in the background of the conversation. Absolutely. We've got one more. I'm interested to see what you think about this one. I mean, I like it just in general. That's yeah, pretty badass. This is not quite, but almost walking away from the explosion without looking music. Mm -hmm. Like, that's pretty close. The characters have defeated the big bad. They've saved the village, and they're walking in the wind. Sure. Like, they're leaving yeah. the village off to their next adventure. Yeah. This is some walking in the wind shit. Like, this is literally credits rolling moments. Absolutely. <laughs> this... This is what you play when you've ended the campaign for the evening? Yeah. What will heroes do next time? It doesn't matter what kind of game it is, right? This could be any game. Yeah. Like, you could you could close a story arc with this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is definitely chapters finished. It's time for the next part of the story arc. I like that. That's, that's vibey. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, right? So there you have it couple of options and ways that you can use music and sound effects in your game. This is a super cool idea. It's a lot of fun. If you want to be a good GM or a good storyteller, throw some of this stuff together. It's really easy to do. Find yourself some software that works for you, whether it's an online playlist or a soundboard, right? Yep. And it's more fun to do if you haven't been doing it and don't tell your players you're about to start. Absolutely. Just show up to the game, throw this at them, and watch them go wow. Yep. Any questions or comments, hit us up at Goblin's Corner on Twitter. Did you enjoy this program? We've got a whole bunch more. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player, YouTube, and Twitch. Click the five stars and give us a review on iTunes and Podchaser. And on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button. It boosts our show, and it feeds the hungry algorithm. Which is currently our resident musician, D20, rolling up with our theme song and a giant bass cannon to destroy the city block. Sure. Yeah. I like the idea of a bass cannon being an actual bass cannon. I do, too. Yeah. That's all the time we have for tonight. Once again, my name is Eric. And I'm Matt. We'll see you next time. Good night, folks.
The Goblin's Corner has been written and produced by Eric Holden and Matt Staple. D20 did our music. And this has been a subterranean production. Later. Bum,